Yeah, so, so it's, it's gonna start talking. So, what restaurant are we in? This is called B13. I'm feeling it's called B2. It's a B2. Yes. I'm all B2, B13. <laughs> B, B some damn number. I don't know. But it's all snoozy. B2. Okay. My new so, place. Are you a new place? <laughs> I had no idea that was in the policy. It's been eight years. I would have been doing this by now. I, I, I had no idea. Every Midday. We could have been, or at least once a week. A whole loop of man, a whole loop of uh, workers. <laughs> all Estes and managers. In the shaded areas. Because <laughs> we're shady. We all come in here with our hoods up. <laughs> One beer, please. <laughs> For all of us, take it around. Oh no, but you know, because I wanted to go to that Mexican restaurant and and hit up a margarita and never did because I did not know the policy. Now is it. That we could have beer and not you liquor. You can have one alcoholic beverage. There's not even ounces to that. Just I one. I don't think that there is. <laughs> See, so the margarita could have went down as many times as I thought about it. I've had it quite a few times at that place over on Cobra like the Mucho Gusto, where you get the salad. It's like Chipotle, but it's usually oh, yeah. like more salad like. Over by on oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. But there's a Mexican restaurant right there, girl. You could mm-hmm. walk. The Portillo place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been there? Mm-hmm. Was mm-hmm. it good? Yeah, but I always eat everything and then I can't concentrate for the rest of the day. <laughs> but you're sleeping. I'm just like, you can't do that at a margarita. <laughs> you would be like, no damn no, good at all. Like, <laughs> they were like, well, yeah, she went to lunch. She'll be fine tomorrow. Just leave notes on her desk. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> okay. okay, so I wanted to I wanted to talk to you, the conversation with you in particular. <laughs> Yes, my love. No, um, I want to because okay because of the the bilingual and peace plus you don't being black in Eugene right or from Eugene you're not from here are you? I was born in DC, but I my mom brought me over here when I was like what two? Okay, so you're you're yeah, so here. I'm from Eugene. You're from Eugene. <laughs> Right. So I th- okay. So when I first met you, because you don't look, and I'm like totally air quoting, look black, <laughs> which I think I look black, mm-hmm. but people don't give that to me yeah. because I'm so light skinned mm-hmm. that people want to mix me with something, yeah. right? Yeah. But I did that to you. Like I totally mixed right. you. <laughs> right. Sometimes <laughs> I question myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's the middle exactly. of winter and I'm transparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She said I'm transparent. <laughs> so I can see the veins. You and I have put our hands together many a times. Black girl got a tan in your jeans. So messed up. But see, you threw me off though with the speaking fluent Spanish. You threw oh, me yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, is she Puerto Rican? A girl, right? I was like, like a Dominican girl. I did. She I I thought I was thinking I was thinking mixed. I went there. I went there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, then she's, duh. She's bilingual Spanish. Mm-hmm. As if black women can't be bilingual. Yeah, it's a, it's no. a dark moment in my, mm-hmm. in, my, in my past there. That I, that I participated <laughs> in that bullshit. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. No, she can't speak Spanish. Yeah, but I'm guilty. No. no, I know. But then you're like totally fluent. And then I met Chago, which I was like, oh, well, then yeah, that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. you're, I'm thinking you're Latina. Mm-hmm. mixed black. So I'm thinking you're culturally a Latina, mm-hmm. right? Because well, yeah. you, you dance salsa, you speak Spanish, your husband's oh, Latino, so you must be. Yeah, I'm just falling into that. Yeah. So I'm how, just falling into that. Where did you learn how to speak Spanish, though? Well, I was homeless when I was a teenager, so I left home when I was 14. 
and I was on the streets, mm -hmm. and the people that were on the streets were Latinos back then, yeah. mostly, and I just, you know, one brown person, another brown person, let's hang out. Right. And they were super, like, friendly and open to, like, supporting me on the streets, just right. like I would them. Yeah. And then I started learning all the cuss words. <laughs> First. First and foremost. <laughs> the priority. Mm -hmm. Things you need to know on the street. That's right. Uh, money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dinero. Mm -hmm. And uh, just all the cuss words. Really? And then I started speaking Spanish. And then you know, I started dating Latinos because I was already hanging out with that group. And That's how you learned learned. Speak Spanish? Like well, that? then I went to college when... After I had my daughter, I went to college for three years, and I right. studied Spanish for those three oh, years. Oh, so you did. Okay. So I got a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Like formal. More appropriate. <laughs> the appropriate shit. Yeah, failed every one of those classes, but you know. Shut up, you did I not. Yes. Did you really? I did. <laughs> I think the highest grade I ever got in one of those classes was like a D something. Like a D minus. But you're totally fluent. Aren't you totally fluent? Girl, I didn't need college. I can figure that shit out on my own. <laughs> right? That, why do we... See, but that goes right along with what I was just saying. Like, I just assumed that you were Latina because... And then you, like, basically acquired Spanish and said, you know yeah. what, I'm going to do this. Well, then I, I've been married to Chago for 20 years. Mm -hmm. and I mean, I he doesn't Chago. speak Spanish. I love Chago, too. <laughs> um, lots of love. Lots of love. <laughs> but um, he helped me with Spanish, but now he doesn't even speak Spanish. What do you mean? He doesn't speak Spanish at home? At all? Unless he has something derogatory to say. <laughs> That's he's using them dirty words? Yes. I mean, bad no, words. he just uses the, <laughs> the cuss words in my uh, Are you serious? I try to speak to him. Like, I'll speak to him in Spanish, and then he'll reply to me in English. Because, oh. you know, he's trying to learn English, and I'm trying to learn Spanish, so it's like... That's hilarious. That's his natural language, though, right? Yeah, so he was born in Mexico. And see... So y'all just switch roles all together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm the Latina now. I know. <laughs> Watch it. That's what I'm saying. Cuidado. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so now, like, okay. So with that being said, how often are you mistaken? Like, I mean, what when you're at work? See, because that's where I met you. At first, was in. The, uh, were you? Was that? Were you working child welfare, or were you working? No, I worked in a child welfare office. So you initially. weren't actually working child welfare, though. No. no so I didn't know because I was an so intern, so I didn't know what y'all were doing back mm -hmm, then. Mm -hmm. Okay, but then I always I heard you speaking Spanish, is why I first mixed it up because mm -hmm. I I knew you were black. I saw you. I'm like, you're obviously black. But then yeah, I heard you speaking Spanish. I'm like, oh wait, maybe she's not. <laughs> now I'm confused, right? <laughs> and so um, yes. So. Now, if you're not speaking Spanish at home, you're basically speaking Spanish just at work and with friends? With friends and at work, but... I mean, my very good friends speak Spanish, so... Right. We always go back and forth. But, um... I just... it's I think I'm losing it. I'm losing the Spanish. Are you? Yeah, because I don't practice it. It's not my... It's not my first language. Right. Girl, don't lose it. I'm trying not to. I need to get... I feel ashamed because I, I spoke Spanish better as a teenager mm -hmm. when I lived in Costa Rica. And yeah. then I... Yeah. And so when That's I go right. back to Costa Rica, I feel like I'm like, oh, right. And I can... It starts to come up again. I can... <laughs> got a mouthful. <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I come up again. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I feel more confident speaking Spanish. But then if I come here, girl, you can't get me to say anything in Spanish. Because I, I feel yeah. so, no, I'm not confident enough. And I don't practice it enough. So I'm thinking oh, so you hard. Bring it back. I'm thinking so hard of the words. <laughs> 
What do I? What do I? What If you were speaking. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we are. Thanks. If you were speaking it when you're a child, then you have those connections. So it should become easier to you when you right. try again. When I try again. I think I need to start because it's ridiculous not to be able to speak Spanish in, at this point. You know what I mean? Yes. So tell me what, so culturally, being black girls, we look like black girls, we are black girls, yep. then you have the Spanish I culture know. influence. Mm -hmm. I have it, but not as deep as you do. Not like it's where it was like. I grew up in Costa Rica mm -hmm. just a small amount of time. And I was more American trying to be in Costa Rica than just being Costa Rican. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, or or like getting into the culture as well as I could. Cause I was just trying to be, mm -hmm. figure myself out. I think I fell out. into the culture though. Right. I mean, I was basically raised my teenage years in Mexican households. Right, yeah. I grew up around Mexicans, dated primarily Mexicans. Yeah. And, um, so I know that culture. I know how to, you know, you learn that culture from cooking, talking, you know, that little tone in your voice to, you know, yep. get your point across. That's what I'm around all the time. I mean, I don't have much family. Yeah. I just have a few people. And then Chago's family is hundreds of people. Hundreds of huge. So, so it's hard not to take that culture on. What's, Chago, what's Chago's uh, background anyway? Is he Mexican? Yeah, he's just oh. He's Mexican. Okay, he is. just Mexican. I know, he's just Mexican. He's Mexican. Yeah, no. He is Mexican. Yeah, born in Mexico. Born okay. in Mexico City. He's Mexican. I wasn't sure. I mean, you know, I I don't ever assume okay. everyone's freaking Mexican because most people actually that I know aren't. Most right. of the Latinos I know are either Honduran mm -hmm. or Costa Rican mm -hmm. or Nicaraguan. I don't actually and they know very many Mexicans. Definitely not Mexican. They're not Mexican. <laughs> right. I don't even know that many Mexicans. My best friend's Mexican now. Her name is Jennifer Lopez. I've told you about that, right? <laughs> oh, Jenny? Yeah, yeah. Jenny from the block, girl. <laughs> Jenny from the block. Yeah, she's bring my, her around. She is. She's my best friend. She hates that shit, too. She's like, don't don't fucking call me J-Lo. Don't call me this girl. <laughs> but, yeah, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. So, anyway, um, but, uh, so, so, culturally, do you identify more with, which do you identify more with? I don't know. Right? I don't know. It's really hard to say because I'm just me. And... Like, if I stop and think about it, like, I just keep going in life. I don't think about my culture too much until I'm hit in the face with it or mm -hmm. I have time to think about it. Mm -hmm. Really, I don't know that I relate to one culture more than another. I feel like I'm almost my own culture. Right. But it's really hard that I can't, I can't find somebody in that same situation that I can relate to. So I haven't really built my own because yes. I don't feel like I'm Mexican. Right. Uh, and you know like you said in Costa Rica you're just trying to find yourself as an American in a foreign country <laughs> well I feel like I'm an American in a foreign family right right like I'm always like wait nope I'm not Mexican you know I'm yeah. always stopping them they're right. making comments about Americans and white people and black people and this and that well that's me yeah Hello. I'm, not Mexican. <laughs> I'm not a Mexican no it's true I'm not a Mexican and I mean that, that's not a negative thing to be. No, of course. That's just not who I am. Right, right, it's yeah. Not. But they identify with you. They just put you right in that. Right. Because you're culturally, here. Culturally, I identify as a mixed race, mixed ethnicity girl. Right, and that means that you get to have little pieces of everything, and not really all necessary. All alone. All alone, girl. But you know what? Me on my desert island. But that's what's crazy to me mm -hmm. is that a lot of mixed race folks feel like they're all alone, mm -hmm. but they're but. You guys can't all, all be alone right. <laughs> together. Right. <laughs> but, the why, but the problem is like to try to have to, have to, 
to have to pinpoint you are this or you are that. Well, what are you? Are you Mexican? Right. Do you culturally identify with this? Or do, yeah. like, do I have to? Do right. I have to culturally identify with any That's of it? That's what bothers me about going to, like, I totally appreciate and understand why we have diversity meetings that relate to culture yeah. or the cultural experience. But I feel like everybody's trying to put me in a box that I don't belong in. I'm, yeah. My mom's very white. Yeah. My dad, I'm just getting to know now. Right. And so I didn't have that background of getting to know my dad's culture. But I can identify with it immediately upon right. just getting to know him. Right. But I'm not one or the other. No, no. with the, with your mom being... I know you told me about your mom and how you can barely even go visit her because where she lives is so starkly <laughs> racist and just dangerous almost. <laughs> I mean, does that give you space in your relationship with, with the, the identification of the white side of, of who you are? Does it kind of space you out, push you to another side? It does, because I feel like I look at my mom and I don't identify with her culturally. The way she talks and the things she talks about, I don't identify with that. But that may be because I haven't lived with my mom since I was 14. I'm 42. Oh, there you go. So right. we don't have a really super tight connection. We never had a really good relationship. So I don't identify with my mom's culture. I do, when people say things about white people or this or that, I do. I may get offended. Right. Because my mom's white. Yeah. Because you're like, that is like my I mom. I like I want to stick up with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but I don't feel that connection. So that when does it come all. against you here? Like when does that kind of smack you in the face in Eugene? Does it? All the time, all the time. But I, sometimes I wonder if it's just me. That's the question I'm always asking me. Is it just you in that you're extra sensitive? <coughs> or is it the environment that I'm in? Like the Why comments, would you be extra sensitive? Because, probably because I, ha- I ha- don't have anybody that I can relate to and talk about it and talk things out with. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I can't, I don't know if I'm just being overly sensitive about something that right. maybe a lot of people experience. Right. That I just don't know because I don't know anybody. Right. Or is it an issue of that I just assume because I present, like, I don't look white. Right. That people will automatically get offended by my race mm-hmm. or judge me based off of it. Yeah, because they did that. It was obviously because of my race or something. I like. I don't want to jump to those conclusions. Right, right. But sometimes I do. But and yeah, sometimes I don't regret it. I, I, because you know who I am, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, it's because you're <laughs> right. It's because you're black, girl. Because you look like you're black. Right, and I want to. I think I'm naturally the person that wants to give people the benefit of the doubt, even though that sometimes comes back to bite me in the ass. Right, because with because what you don't want to do, and this is what you have to balance living in Eugene mm-hmm. and being from Eugene. And I say from meaning because when I leave Eugene, mm-hmm. I still have this this thing I've been taught mm-hmm. is to like question, like, are you really, are you really judging me right now in this moment? Because of my color, is it because you're having a fuck today, or is it what is this? What if this I'm feeling? But what I know is that when I left Eugene and I came back, it became much more clear. Yes. What was actually straight up because I was black, or because I just wasn't what they know. It's you interesting know? when you leave and come back. <coughs> Some yeah. of it is just sheer depression for me because I'm like, because you're actually surrounded I look by assholes. I'm like, oh well, <laughs> I don't belong here. Right. There's no one. Mm-hmm. I know, and now my ass is moving away. I'm sorry. No, no. My one, my, <laughs> my one, one friend, my one black friend. I have to reach out to the next black person. Girl, is there? Want to be my friend? You know what though? 
I said this about DHS, the same thing you're talking about. <clears throat> you, you look around, you try to find someone, someone that you can understand what I'm going through. Because you can't, how can we look at our coworkers and have them understand that we're feeling uncomfortable when we're the only brown face in the whole damn room? Right, which sometimes those conversations I've brought up, but they in turn like make those people feel uncomfortable. And that's not my intention. No. I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable, but I also want to make it understood. Right. And so then we have to carry that burden on our shoulders of right. we're, we're that we are, someone has to bring that up. Are we anything? We're doing okay? We're doing great. Okay. Right. Just let me know if I get you anything else. Take right. time. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like we have to end up using carrying that burden on our shoulders of like, when can, when is my blackness appropriate? Right. When right. can I say this or say it in this tone or... Yeah. Act like I do outside of work. <laughs> Girl, you know you can never do that. <laughs> all, day, all day. Sometimes it slips in. Right. And then people are like, either they think it's funny and they laugh out of uncomfortableness right. or that they find the humor in it mm-hmm. or they don't say anything at all. Well, which makes don't. me feel super uncomfortable. Oh my God. The <laughs> silence of like, oh, I just said something. Yeah, like, oh. There it was. Okay. There it yep. was. So take it back now. It's on I'm the not table. Going to. Because I don't feel bad about it. No. And that you, that's something that's new for me mm-hmm. lately. Like, in, I'd say in the last six months to a year, have been, like, unapologetic. Yes. Like, I'm really sorry you're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sorry <laughs> that you're uncomfortable. Right. Sorry, not sorry. Like my intention, like, I'm not sorry that you're uncomfortable. That's your choice. That's how I feel. Like, right. It's your choice to feel uncomfortable because it is what it is. It is. But that was not my intention to make you feel uncomfortable. Right. So, and, but I'm not sorry. But I'm not sorry. No. And, and I would think that you hopefully can see past this uncomfortability and see that I'm still the professional coworker that we were, right? Yes, yeah, Because then yeah. it becomes a little awkward after because they don't want to quite right. sit next to you at the time. This is like, ooh, they don't that want, one last time, that one thing that, that she said, one that was thing. too much for me. <clears throat> it was, or maybe she's judging me. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. their That's fragility true. gets into the... Yeah, that. they are mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe she thinks I'm... Racist, or I'm looking at her, and, and I'm it's like, better to just not say anything, right? Right, but then we have to like then coddle their their mm-hmm. fragility around, right? So our, you're constantly um, babbling, balancing. Th- yeah, always, mm-hmm. always. So at this point, but you know, I kind of like, I kind of envy the fact that you get to go home and still have brown people at home. Like you've got Chago, which I do, and you, but you know, okay. So the thing with Chago is that he feels that he has. Earned. <laughs> He's gonna kill me. No. Uh, he has earned the right to say certain things that are derogatory, in a de- definitely in a playful, fun kind of way. Yeah. I'll also say things to him so. from occasion. But he feels that he's earned the right to use certain derogatory statements uh-huh. regarding race right. around me. Right. Which. For the most part, I find it funny. <laughs> For the most part. Sometimes <laughs> falls on the wrong time. He, he's just not good at that. Happens. Yeah, of the timing of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he wants to argue with me, obviously, playfully, that he has the right and that he should share this with other people of my ethnicity. Oh. And I warned him that should never happen. That should... <laughs> this is and a delicate... if to do that, then... Well, then that's on him. Oh. I'll just watch him. Right. Crash and burn. <laughs> But you know, isn't that an interesting dynamic? That we actually, because there's not a lot of people of color here, we're not even sure that people of color are okay with being of color. So when you're around, mm-hmm. even here in Eugene, like, like I, don't, I don't foresee me having to have those pre-conversations with my 
daughters when we're going to go out into the public in Houston. But we actually have to have those pre-conversations yes. here. Yeah. Even dealing with other people of color right. here. We don't know where their temperature is, even in their acceptance right. of to, being black yeah. here. It's something that, for us, it just happens at home. And the right. conversation, I mean, yes, on occasion, that conversation slipped out into the public. Into the public. <laughs> and we regret it. But that is, like always been something very clear in the family that the conversations we have we should make a podcast on what we talk about over the dinner table yeah but um the conversations and comments that we have at the dinner table are to never leave the dinner table right right yeah and that's true because that's a safe spot it's to get it out right yeah right it's the safe spot where you can just say what you've heard or the derogatory it's like comedy like where they make jokes about the things that hurt us yeah, and that's what we do. With the dinner table. That's right. We release it. Yeah, but that's a that's a beautiful place to have it mm-hmm. and to have each other there. It's safe. It's safe. Mm-hmm. That's where it's like we're lucky. You have your family. I have my family. Yes. Those people who come here who don't come with their family to to, to give them community mm-hmm. is is why they end up um, leaving. Did mm-hmm. you hear about the woman who committed suicide? The black woman from Yavo. Just I don't know her name. Just recently, and she was an she was an implant here two years here. Now I don't know what her scenario was, and mm-hmm. there's mental health around it. Obviously, there was something, mm-hmm. but she was a beautiful black woman and had been here like about two years and was contemplating on leaving, mm-hmm. but um, but then was found, you know, allegedly apparent suicide, and everyone is talking about whether it had to do with the toxic toxic pressure of mm-hmm. being a black woman here in Eugene and working at the U of O. U of O is like known for its racist, racism towards its staff and faculty and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, um, but it always, every time I see something like that, I think she didn't have a community. She didn't yes. have anyone to talk to. Right. Who knows if that really was a scenario for her, but that's the first thing that I go to was like, was there anyone here for her, you know, to hear that? Because... If you didn't have that release around the table, mm-hmm. if I didn't have my brothers and my sisters mm-hmm. or my girlfriends who aren't here, you know, sure. to have those conversations with, or you and I just mm-hmm. like, girl, how many times have I stopped by your cubicle at work and we literally <laughs> half hour of just like, mm-hmm. I gotta Getting let this out. out. Yes. Yep. If you didn't have that. If I didn't have that, I don't know that I could live here. I think that either I would have some even worse mental health issues mm-hmm. or I would have to leave. Oh, because I, I have best friends, and don't get me wrong, I love my best friends to death. Right. But there's, this is not a conversation that I can have with them. Right. And I wouldn't want to put this on them yeah. as a conversation either. Yeah. And, you know, I've always been raised in that situation where you have, you're too white to be a black girl, and mm-hmm. you're too, or you're too white to be a black girl. And uh, you're too dark to be a white girl, and so that's all we have right here. Right. You know, like I don't run into a bunch of people that are mixed race around my age. Right. So it's really hard to relate to because when I came here, there were we had one other which they said, oh, there are two colored girls in our school. They said that. One was one was from her family was descendants of India. Mm Mm-hmm. That was the other colored girl. And you. And you guys have like nothing in common except for that you're the nothing. you're the other. No, yes. <laughs> you were the other. We Come found besties. what we could. Yes. And you know, in middle school, I met some girls, like a whole family from Fiji, and I was very close to them. Right. Other than that. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm not until high school. I don't think. <clears throat> I didn't. 
Yeah, I didn't have any other girls of color in my school at all, except for my sister. It was just me and her. Yeah. And, and when I lived in College Grove in middle school, it, we were the only black family in the city. Oh. In the whole College Grove, Grove area. Yeah, that would make sense. And then one family <laughs> adopted two black girls. And mm-hmm. I think they, no, they were mixed race girls. And they came and they left. That well, was. speaking of adoption, everybody always thought my mom had adopted me. Short, petite, <laughs> blonde, green-eyed, white woman. Right. With this, and I was much darker as a child. Yeah. Little, what looked like a boy to them, little afro. Right. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, God. Did you adopt him? Oh, God. And I thought that I was adopted for years, no matter what my mom said. Really? You yes. just didn't believe me? I like, I don't believe you. I thought just one day she was going to eventually crack and tell me, yes, I did adopt you. Really? Yeah, because I didn't know my dad. Oh, God. I didn't know my dad. Right. I met my dad when I was like, I had to been like, I don't know, six, seven. Holy and then shit. I met my dad, and then still, even as a preteen, I just thought, Maybe there she was hiding something from me because we don't look alike. Yeah, you were trying to find anything. Yes. This doesn't make no sense at all. Making sense. Yeah, and people would make those comments all the time. Are you sure you're not adopted? You wow. know, Tasha's probably adopted. That's a, that's like Kids seriously are painful. Kids <laughs> yeah. are fucking mean. Yes, they are. But they see what they 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 say what they see. Right. And it doesn't. And so that how old were you when you were like? not believing that your mom was your mom like I think my mom and I got an argument when I was like 11 or 12 so you were still very young I had like brought that out to her like I'm not even your child you just haven't told me yet and it was very hurtful for her but I mean obviously I figured it out eventually and then I went to meet my dad when I was like 13 yeah Right when I turned 14. Right. So no one was even explaining to you about mixed race No, and I didn't have any cultural background, knowledge of my background. My mom was very quiet about family. She didn't really tell me much. She moved me all the way across the country to get away from her family. Right. And, you know, she came from the era where it wasn't appropriate for her to have a mixed race child. Right. So... So you know what? That tells me something super beautiful about you, actually. Because... It makes more sense to me now that you've adapted your, who you are through your life experiences, mm-hmm. which makes much more sense of how you feel like you don't actually fit into one or the other because you're kind of like adapted into any and all, yeah. really. So you are very unique. And I'm very good at adapting to any situation. To any situation. Mm-hmm. You're very unique in that in that pro- that that growth process because most kids have were sure that they were either one or the other. Right. But you were like, you didn't couldn't identify with the dad part because mm-hmm. you didn't know him at that time, but you were sure it wasn't the, the mom part. Mm-hmm. So you were like, I'm going to find this out mm-hmm. eventually. And then you went with the Latina, you went with this. Yeah, shoot, I'll just hang on with Mexicans. You're like, you <laughs> that'll know, put me together. That'll put it together. That's fine. But it did. I think it's beautiful. You know why it's beautiful? It's because you don't actually have those those lines that we all really have. Like yeah. we have that, well, I need to be this or that. Yes. But you're kind of like, I don't really need. I don't need to be one or the other. And that's the thing that I have a hard time, like when I was talking about diversity meetings. Yes. I don't like that feeling of somebody trying to put me in a box. Right. I push back from it because I can be whatever I want. Yeah. And... And you still deal with what society puts on you. Yeah, and I truly still, even to this day, don't know if I am supposed to be one thing or another thing. I don't think you have to be. Do you have to be? I don't think so. I'm, like, perfectly fine being who I am. It would just be nice to be able to relate to other 
But I think you balance the fact that society sees you as one thing. You see yourself as another thing. You yeah. can actually speak in another, I mean, like literally in a different, completely different world. Of, so you put yourself in positions that you can actually adaptively see like several different perspectives and you deal with them like... Yeah, pretty, pretty okay. Pretty, pretty okay. I got my issues. Like, oh, but... Yeah, I... <laughs> Twitch, twitch, twitch. What did like, you say? Like, twitch, what, what? <laughs> I think you're awesome. <laughs> you know what? In the, um, wait, how much time do you have? You have to go back I to work. I have to go back to work. Okay. I know they're going to be like, where's the black girl at? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like, no, not today. I'm or not, whatever she is. I'm not today. <laughs> today I'm not. <laughs> it's Friday. Oh, yeah, it's Friday. Um, okay, so I guess we'll let it go. But um, I'm going to miss you when I go. And it's seriously, like, let's, I'm not, I keep telling this to you because it took us forever to actually, like, finally become, like, friends, friends, where you can, yeah, like, no. talk and we can do and this. she's gone. And oh. then I'm gone. <laughs> but this is just opportunity for both of us because you're traveling, I'm traveling, and. Oh, yeah, I'm be traveling more often now, too. We need to just meet somewhere. Like, let's just meet. I've been saying, did I tell it? Like, let's go to, I can meet you in Vegas. We can meet in New Orleans. We can meet. Oh, New Orleans? Did you say New Orleans? I did say New Orleans. I did. Yeah, let's go. Let's do that. Cause I'm right there. Like, I mean, wherever we can just meet. Because yeah. we're we're grown ass idea. women. We yes, can travel the damn world. It's time for us. Grown. Kids well, are grown. grown I mean, you know, pretty, pretty whatever. Close. Yeah. They're they're above. They're right. They know how to use the phone. They know how <laughs> not. To, the they, 